Now, we have Lisa Lanier slotted in here, uh, scheduled to appear. She is our official attorney of this program. She's on here every week at this time for a segment called Lawyer Up. But she's uh, in an emergency consultation right now with someone else. She's not, we're not the only media outlet where she's the official attorney. Yeah. So she's mm. been called in an emergency situation to be on. And now it appears she is over on our air. Okay. Wow. This is Lisa Lanier. Biggie just uh, got her through here and brokered this. Lisa, <laughs> good to have you on here. Understand your allegiance lie with someone else there for a moment. No, no, no. I'll tell you, they knew. The minute Biggie gave me the high sign, I was out of there. Okay. Like, they knew. Yeah. Get her out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a word with them later. <laughs> Yeah, you should. Uh, uh, colleague. I, mean, I hate to say it, but this is our hour. That's yeah. This is, yeah, this is this our time. This yeah, we paid time. for this. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, don't call Lisa at 7.59. That's, that's right. on a Friday morning. Mm-hmm. That's right. You don't do that. This is our time together. Right. We don't really have anything today. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really? Yeah, we do. We do? How about this? This happens so often now. It's just like becoming like clockwork. This is out of Ohio. A woman named Jessica Galloway. She was born in the early 90s, and, you know, of course, she and her parents are very close. In 1991, her mom and dad, Janine and Mike Harvey, went to Dr. Nicholas Spiritos, then the chief of reproductive endocrinology at that hospital, and they had in vitro fertilization where the mom's egg was fertilized by the dad's sperm, and they did, they brewed up the baby. So... Now, here we are 30-something years later, and Jessica gets a DNA test for Christmas. One of those family, not a DNA test, a family, you know, the, the uh, 23andMe. 20, and, 20, yeah. and finds out her father is not actually her father. There was a mix-up. Merry Christmas, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> there was a mix-up at the facility and Mrs. Harvey's egg was fertilized not by her husband's sperm, but another man's sperm. So now they're going back more than 30 years, and they're trying to figure out what happened and who is the father, and can they sue, and the doctor who was there then is no longer there. It's a mess. It's a mess. Lisa, this <laughs> happens so often now with these DNA tests that people are getting for holidays and birthdays. What do you think about this? Are they going to go back and get a bunch of money out of this? I think a life lesson takeaway here is don't give your family members DNA tests. Yeah. Gifts. Leave just, well enough alone. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't it doesn't end well. Just don't do that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so and here's the crazy thing. So like you said, this is happening. You hear about it every week, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Another fertility mix up. And these the problem is that these clinics are totally unregulated. There's no mm-hmm. system, there's no standard for how to store, catalog, track all of these things. And there's been tons of litigation around it, but usually the litigation occurs where the people immediately discover. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a white couple, bam, black baby. Hey, not ours. We've got to figure this out, right? right? Yeah. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or just the baby looks so different. You know, we talked about a couple uh, just a few weeks ago that the guy just knew. He was like, this baby does not look like any of us, mm-hmm. right? And they right. figured it out right away. Yes. So they're right. within this normal statute of limitations. These people are 30 years later. The Ohio statute of limitations for medical malpractice is one year and they allow for a discovery period of up to four years but they are so far outside of that and this is where these reproductive errors don't really fit neatly into traditional medical malpractice 
rules. And so there's there's a movement nationally because this is happening so much. Number one, to create some regulations around the industry. And number two, to change the laws so that you can go back and sue these people. Yeah. It's going to be very tough to sue this doctor 30 years later. Mm, I'll tell you, I'm surprised to hear you say that. I'm surprised it's taken so long to yeah. regulate. And me 2022, too. People have been too. doing this for decades. A long time now. now mm-hmm. Listen, these were very popular in the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, the label makers. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that they just didn't have the correct labeling? <laughs> it is possible. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just put their last names mm-hmm. and not their first initial, <laughs> and there were 18 Smiths. <laughs> or, yeah, the guy just... Well, you drummed. know how sometimes those label makers will fall, you know, the label will fall off. Maybe a couple labels fell off, and they just were like, I think it goes on that one. Yeah. You know, mm. just like... This poor girl. She's 30 years old now almost, and she is the father she knew all her life. It's not her father. But, yeah, she, I mean, you know, obviously, at the, the end of the day, he is. I mean, he raised her. He did. But what would you feel if you were her? You know, it's well, like. I'd still be. Yeah, I'd be upset. Know. Would you well, go? I, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know how. How would you feel? Yeah, I mean, there, but there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I try to find my real father. And, and the thing is, it also, you know, medical malpractice laws typically have to do with physical damage. And these people don't have any physical damage. And what do they do? They go to court and say, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that that schmuck that raised me is my dad. You know, I mean, right. you don't. And she's mm-hmm. close to him. I mean, they're, like obviously, you know, they're 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 together. Well, and he's all into his Italian heritage, and she yeah. was planning a trip to Italy to go research yeah. her ancestors. I mean, they're all about their mm-hmm. heritage. So it's, yeah. But no how do you feel about Estonia? <laughs> <laughs> Estonia? Uh, it's a Baltic nation. <laughs> now, but what about this? Wouldn't she want her medical heredity? Right, of course there is medical the history. You know, you want the medical history of the person who is but your isn't father. there some criminal... Uh, possibilities to it I mean, this is a law and order kelly i mean this is that doctor oh yes that sat there and used his own samples mm-hmm. on a bunch of women well and we've he, heard about that yeah, but that, too, was, yeah. that was yeah that this malicious. is different though i think this was just well, a, this was just a mix-up and so what they're thinking is back then there weren't that many uh, samples even available so they've narrowed it down to like six couples that were there oh, around that time period okay. so the, they're going to find out they'll They'll find out who her biological father is. Can you imagine meeting him and now he's in a relationship with this guy. Yeah, what will the relationship? But that opens up the door for those other five couples that they sit there willing. Yeah, yeah. I've got this guy's. Yeah, kid. It was like a merry-go-round. It was like a musical chairs of sperm. You've played it, Dave. <laughs> we I think we have one that's... unopened in that box yeah. behind Kelly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's Not out loud. Now, speaking of Law and Order. <laughs> Two days ago, Biggie said he was getting his resume together because Dave and I were arguing about a Law & Order episode from 1996. (laughs) A particularly good one. And it came to fruition because our argument came up because in that episode, a guy was working, a young kid was working at a liquor store, which was robbed. There was a murder committed in during the robbery. And he claimed, oh, the robbers got away with $1,200. Well, really, they got away with $600 and he took the other $600 for himself. You know, he just took advantage of the situation. had nothing to do with the robbery. Mm -hmm. The police told him, we can connect you now to this murder. You are in line for murder. That's the law just because you're connected to it because you stole the money even though you weren't with the robbers. Same thing happened to a woman in Georgia. Lakeisha McGee was inside a convenience store, and it was being robbed. Someone was murdered behind the counter. The clerk was murdered at the J&J Dollar Store on January 18th, fatally shot woman named sabrina dollar was shot right there the woman who was in there as a customer had nothing to do with the robbery but while she was there she stole lottery tickets so she the, called 911 too she did she LaKeisha. called 911 lakeisha did but she helped herself to some lottery tickets because the clerk was laying there bleeding behind the counter 
Now the question. Well, clearly, he didn't need those any longer, right? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> but our question was. Can she be charged with a serious crime, more serious than just stealing lottery tickets? Like, is she connected now to this murder, even though she wasn't part of the group that murdered the employee? What do you think, Lisa? Well, the majority of states do follow this rule, like in the Law and Order episode, it's called the felony murder rule. And it's that basically that if someone dies in the commission of a felony, even if you weren't the one who pulled the trigger and killed someone, mm-hmm. but you were committing an attendant felony, you can technically get absolutely charged with first degree murder and go in most states to the you know death penalty um as a resolution if you were and a lot of times where you see it is the driver you know like the the mm-hmm. getaway guy mm-hmm. yeah he's sitting in the car he doesn't he claims he doesn't think anybody was going to get killed you know he just thinks he's the getaway driver for a robbery they go in there and kill somebody they come out and get in the car he's he's going to you know get the shot for you know lethal injection right. because he was committing a felony right and he but he didn't know they were going to kill somebody but i hear i don't think they're going to apply that to this girl they you know she was not a part of the robbery whatsoever she mm-hmm. just after the fact and like you said she called 911 mm-hmm. but then in you know, i guess there were a few quiet minutes before 911 folks poor police arrived and she was like hmm, you know i see some lottery tickets i think i'll take them um, <laughs> jackpot might have been pretty big i don't remember i mean they're right there <laughs> i know but it could be big jackpot know. you know what i would have taken is like Funyuns. Yeah, Funyuns. I'd have taken a Hershey a Hershey bar for sure. For my trouble. And a can of yeah. Diet Coke. Yeah. I ha- I would have to have exactly. Diet Coke. After witnessing Heck something. Like, yes. After seeing something like yes. that. Uh one more quick wow. case for you, Lisa. This involves a teenager as well from Ohio, uh, high school football player. We talked about it when it happened. It's been a couple of years ago now. He claimed coaches on his uh, football team uh, at McKinley, Canton McKinley High School forced him to eat pizza with pepperoni grease in violation of his religious beliefs. So he is suing the former district and the now fired coaches. They got fired over it. They have filed a uh, federal civil rights lawsuit this week seeking millions of dollars in damages, uh, alleging that they violated his religious freedom and constitutional rights and made him eat pizza that didn't just have pepperoni, didn't have pepperoni, but pepperoni grease on it, which is against his religion. I remember when this happened. And you think to yourself, mm, pepperoni <laughs> grease, so good. <laughs> he's uh, he's eighteen. He's transferred to a different school district because he says he was threatened and ridiculed by teammates after it happened. After he like protested, he wouldn't eat it. So, what do you think, Lisa? Uh, is he going to get millions and millions of dollars out of this? You know, I don't know if he'll get millions and millions, but he definitely is in the right if that's a firmly held, you know, mm-hmm. genuine religious belief and people tried to force him to to violate that and that the school sanctioned the behavior and didn't put a stop to him being bullied over it and that sort of thing mm-hmm. then uh, yeah i mean you know you see it in lots of lots of contexts in uh, employment and schools and even in prisons like you can't yeah. force somebody to eat something that is that is against their religion now the attorney for the coaches say we told him, oh, we'll try to make the change. And he said, I'll just pick off the pepperonis. And he picked, because it's pepperoni pizza. He picked off the pepperoni, then leaving ate the it. the grease behind. Leaving the grease. <laughs> you can't get rid of that. <laughs> he, the coaches say, look, all the players saw this. He said, voluntarily, I'll just pick the pepperoni off and eat it. But then later said, oh, wait a minute. There's pepperoni grease on here, and I mm-hmm. ate it. But the coaches said, hey, we did the best we could. Yeah. But there's a he said, he said during all this. You know, we're not Well, sure. and that might be, mm-hmm. yeah, that might be a reasonable accommodation. And he he agreed to it yeah you know so that might be their ticket uh, if that they didn't actually force him to eat 
right. something that was against his religion, and he agreed for the the accommodation of removing the pepperoni. So mm-hmm. I think maybe they've got a win there. Well, that was the name of the improv group argument. that we did over at the pizza place, Pepperoni well, Grease. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad this hits close to home because I have a couple of friends who come over and play cards during playoff football. One of them doesn't like mushrooms. Pizza divas. Oh, jeez, oh, Lisa, the pizza babies. Wait. Lisa, act like you keep your phone breaks up. <laughs> it's a good time to go on with your day. call. Right, go back and do what you were doing before. I want your opinion on this, Lisa. One of them doesn't like mushrooms. The other one doesn't like pepperoni. But every time we like a supreme pizza, and the other there's four guys. Two of us like it all the it's way. It's a Venn diagram, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> interlocking Lisa Lisa two of us like it all the way super special one doesn't like mushrooms one doesn't Not like so super right so I always try to order it I want one half no mushrooms half no pep half no uh green pepper so they mess it up every single time it takes me so every time. Long. oh right. every time it's messed up and one guy actually said as I was calling him he's like nah man we can't <laughs> Well, he ain't going to like that. We ain't going to do that. And to her credit, your wife has said more than once, have them, have they're those, grown men. Have the pizza divas. Pick, pick off pick the off. peppers. But I fight. Pick off. No, right. no, I fight for them because I think green pepper leaves a taste and mushroom leaves a taste. And sometimes it's like down in the sauce. You can't really go get it. So I have stuck with. Maybe you should bring tweezers. <laughs> do you think I should just tell the pizza divas to pick off the toppings, Lisa? <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you could try. Here's one more solution. Yeah. Find a buy one get one free deal. Mm-hmm. Order your order your your other you know your one large pizza like you like it. Yes. Premium everything on it. Order the other one with minus the two offensive ingredients. <sighs> it's much easier for them to the pro- do it right when it's the whole pizza I that know. they're removing. The but item. the problem is the guy who doesn't like green peppers loves mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> or you could all get off your wallets and buy three pizzas. No, no, we're not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, maybe y'all all need to, everybody needs to buy their no, own damn pizza no, then. No, yeah, pizza that. divas roll on.